0: Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 93. My name is Chris Harper. This podcast is based on the Take Note radio program, which is heard weekdays on Harvest Family Radio Guam. On that program, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. In this podcast version, we provide you about a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite recent programs, minus the music today we want to ask you to take note of service for christ the responsibility of every disciple of christ is to serve the passages of scripture we'll address today make this clear they remind us that this service is not drudgery but rather a privilege and one that makes total sense in light of christ and his sacrifice on our behalf There are two primary definitions for the word serve in the New Testament to submit or to yield, and to minister or to render any kind of service. We're called to both, and we'll expand on that today on our theme to serve. Let's begin by finding a passage that tells us to serve by yielding or submitting to God. This word is also translated slave in the New Testament, but it's frequently used without any association to slavery to mean submission. Romans 12, 10 and 11. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Obviously, there are elements to serving others found here, but it also simply tells us to submit, to know what God says and to do it. This includes right actions toward one another, but means so much more. Here's another example, Colossians 3, 23 and 24. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. We must act at all times with God's will in mind, because we are His servants, that is, we're yielded to Him. Over and over in Scripture, we're urged to yield in our service to God. The Bible also urges ministry using the same word we use today for deacon. This means exertion of effort on behalf of others to serve them. Among other places, we find it in Mark 1.13. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts and the angels ministered unto him. This is Jesus, of course, during his time of tempting in the wilderness. And at this very difficult time, he's in need of help. And the angels come and they minister to him. That is, they serve him. But this word is also used in regard to our service to fellow Christians. 1 Peter 4, 9 and 10. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift... Even so, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. We have responsibilities to one another for service because we're stewards of God's abundant grace. In regard to service, it could be said this way. We must yield ourselves to God as servants, always offering ourselves as ministers to his people. But there are three other considerations I want to review today. Number one, we must serve God instead of worldly things. Number two, we must consider the cost of service. And number three, Christ must be our example. There will always be a turning away from self, one that may cost us from a worldly perspective, but one that is consistent with Christ's ministry to us. We'll find that in Matthew 6, verses 24 through 33. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon, or God and money. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. When this passage declares that we can't serve God and money, it goes on to explain, don't be concerned primarily with the things of this world. Place always a primary emphasis on serving God. Put his kingdom first. Don't let necessities distract because God never fails to provide. And so we must serve God instead of worldly things. 1 John three sixteen through 19. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us love not in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. The kind of service God requires will cost something. It takes total commitment, even the laying down of life and limb. It also takes compassion, and that means real-life action, not just feeling. The service we render must be in deed and in truth. We must consider the cost of service. We have one more thing to highlight. Christ must be our example we find that in Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. That is, he didn't think it a thing to be grasped. But he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself The perfect model for our service as believers in Jesus is himself, the God of the universe, humbling himself, making for us a powerful picture. The one who will have all things in heaven and in earth and under the earth, bow before him, came as a servant, and he obeyed even unto death. So our final point today, Christ must be our example. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. Every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.